Welcome to Tea Time with Tiffany, a podcast about faith, books, and everything in between. You can read all of my writings about these same topics over at lifeofacatholiclibrarian.com. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Tea Time, episode number 112. I'll be honest, I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to record Tea Time this week. And in continuing with the honesty vein, I'm not certain that Tea Time will remain a weekly podcast, at least for the short term. It may, for the busy part of the semesters, run every other week. Um, I mean, at worst, once a month, but I don't see it going quite that infrequent. I would say every other week is much more likely. And part of that relates to sort of our what's happening um, segment for today. And it picks up from the post that I wrote earlier this week. I'm calling it my heart-to-heart post in the show notes um, about my epiphany that I'm trying to do too much, that my job is really, really stressful right now. For better or for worse, there's really nothing that I can do about the situation aside from the way that I react to it. And so I'm working on that. And I'm also, you know, a wife and a mother. And my free time needs to be prioritized for them. And so I'm just not going to, with the way that everything is right now, with, you know, me being at work um, a little bit more than I usually am, and the time that I'm here being much more intense (laughs) than usual, And the fact that the kids are going back to school, we start school later here in Western New York. We don't go back until after Labor Day. So the kids have just gone back to school. Everybody's just getting adjusted to this new routine. And it's just so, so super busy and trying to get everybody adjusted to all of that is not an easy thing as I'm sure you all know. And so I'm just not going to have as much leisure time for the things that I enjoy like this just for the next little while, I guess. So what that means is that, uh, you know, sort of honing in on this epiphany that I had, in a given week, if I just feel like it would be too much to post and or do the podcast, I just have to accept that I can't do them that week. And I think that you all understand that. I put so much pressure on myself. This is part of a larger issue that I put all this pressure on myself to meet certain daily expectations. And in the past, it hasn't been a problem. But with the way that my job has intensified and with the kids getting older and having more needs in terms of us taking them places and um, spending time with them, you know, it just, it changes everything, right? Everything is always changing. I noticed that early on in my journey as a parent that the needs of your kids are always changing and you need to adjust to them. I feel like I'm always delayed that with Henry being the oldest, I'm like figuring it out later than I should be, <laughs> but I, we always do our best. Uh, and so I think that we're all just transitioning into this new season. It's mostly, it's mostly the job, to be honest with you. Um, You know, the kids with going back to school, my kids are not really involved in a lot of activities. We'll talk about that in a second. But, you know, there's small changes, but mostly it's my work. And as you know, um, by spending this time with me here, 
over the course of the past year, since the fall of 2016, it has been a grind. It has been a very difficult emotional and spiritual struggle for me because I have always loved my job as a librarian. And the way that my job has changed over time is in a way that I have not anticipated. And it is in a way that does not always allow me to thrive. And so what does that mean? It means I need to either adjust to it or I need to find a new job. And finding a new job is not so easy um, at this stage of my career where I'm, you know, fairly comfortable and ensconced. And with our kids getting older, you know, we're thinking about, um, I mean, not thinking about retirement, certainly. We're way too young for that, but just planning for that eventuality in a smart way so that when you do reach that point many um, several decades down the road, that you're in a good position. Uh, you know, I get really good retirement benefits here and health benefits here, and so it's not such an easy thing to just switch jobs anymore. So, right, this is just one of those things. And I'm certain that there's many of you out there that relate to this in your various situations, and we all just have to soldier on as best we can. Sometimes God opens a door for us, and I'm definitely keeping my eyes open much more for those doors, because if that's what God is trying to tell me, I want to be ready and open to that. But at this stage of my life, I'm also aware of the fact that sometimes God doesn't open that door even though we may really want a big change. And there may be something that God wants us to learn in our current situation and to grow from that. And, you know, that situation may change and evolve in subtle ways that allow us to then thrive. And so I'm keeping my eyes very open for that as well. And I'm not really sure yet exactly where this is going, but that's all part of it, right? that where you only see the trees and, and God can see the forest. And so you just have to trust that it's all going to work out okay. So that's kind of where I am. Um, it's been, the weekend, like I wrote about, was very stressful because of work. And I made this decision when I came back on Tuesday that I was not going to do that again. <laughs> that it doesn't matter how ugly my email gets. <laughs> Um, I can deal with it all when I'm here during the week. Uh, and, you know, it'll be whatever it's going to be. It'll be fine. You know, this is not life or death. <laughs> um, everything will get handled. And I will do my very best with it. And it's going to go just fine. I just need to have more faith um, that everything is going to work out okay. You know? And so, okay, so I want to talk a little bit more about like sort of spiritual and emotional struggles during stress at work. But in terms of like practicalities um, with the blog and the podcast, you know, you know, I'm always going to be here. It just might not be the, the timing. I, I'm so, I am so type A. <laughs> um, and so I like everything to be the same all the time. But, you know, there are going to be some weeks where it's just not going to be that way. And I, and I know that you all understand. So if there's a week without a podcast, the next week I'll probably have one. And, you know, we're done with the most stressful part of the semester by beginning of November. I'll still have a lot to do with grading and other things. I think we're going to be doing workshops and I may be doing other teaching. Um, but it won't be quite as intense as it is right now. And so things are just going to ebb and flow and we'll ebb and flow together. And it's part of the journey. And 
I am seeing it now as a very positive thing rather than a negative. Okay, so there's that. Um, but, you know, circling back to stress and dealing with those things. So I just really want to transform my current situation into something positive and beautiful. And I've been seeing over the past couple of weeks, you know, in the spring, I took a little bit of a step back with teaching because we were team teaching. So you're always in the room with another librarian. And so you, you sort of divide up the tasks in terms of who's going to be the more dominant speaking teacher and who's going to be the librarian teacher going around and helping individual and small groups of students. I took on that latter role a lot more in the spring, and I definitely thrive more in that role. I enjoy that. And I just needed a break from the fall in which I was the lead instructor for between 13 and 15 sections of this class that we teach, this library lab. It was damaging in many ways to me um, emotionally and psychologically because the the load which everybody here agrees with including all of our supervisory people that it was too much and so everybody needed to sort of recuperate from that in their own way and for me that was the way that I did and it was very beneficial coming into the fall I felt much more refreshed and recharged. I already am starting to feel burnt out again because things have just been stressful again. Uh, however, there's a lot of positives to be drawn from it. And uh, in some of the sections, I've had to be the lead instructor again because we have librarians helping us out because there's just too many sections for our small team to handle on our own because we cannot go back to the 15 class model. Everybody agrees that was just too many. Everybody having over 300 students, that was crazy. So. We have other librarians helping us out, and they don't usually teach classes, and so they need us to be, they're always paired with one of our team members um, on the teaching team, and so we need to be the lead instructors in those classes, and I have five classes with those librarians. Um, and so I knew that going in, and you know, it's been wonderful. Um, I've been loving it. I get to infuse my own style and humor into the classes again, and it's been going great. So that's a really positive thing. Um, the other positives is just that I've been able to be more myself. Uh, you know, in last fall, it was just, it was so unexpectedly awful that, um, and, and the burden was just, it was way too many students for us to deal with. And so I found myself being impatient and, you know, just not my usual uh, Tiffany self when talking to students over email. I was just feeling not very charitable towards them because... Uh, this, the stress situation was just so far above um, anything that we had ever experienced before. Now, I still think it's too much, if I'm being perfectly honest. However, it's less bad, and I'm much more aware of the potential for this to come up. We still have almost 250 students each. That's still, I think, too many. It's still a lot but I'm better able to handle it because I'm prepared. Like, okay, in the first couple of weeks, I'm going to get these very frustrating questions because students are not reading the directions and they're not just clicking on links. Um, and when I'm prepared for that, I'm better able to just be myself when I, when I direct them and talk to them about it. Um, and that's a good feeling. You know, I, I want to be my usual. So I want to be funny and kind and nice and when you're under a lot of stress and pressure, you, you tend to sometimes, if you're off that, it's not what we want to do, but it's part of our human nature 
And now I'm able to really focus myself more on the types of qualities that I want students to see in me. I want them to see kindness and charity and gentleness. And that's been going 100% better. And I feel better about it because even when frustrating situations erupt, like yesterday when we got to our classroom and we had no lights <laughs> for half the class, we had a working projector. And so we actually like started the class. It's hard to have one be different from all the others because there's 90 of them. And you don't want one class not getting that lesson, then what do you do with them and the assignment that all the other students were doing? It, it's hard to then remember which section was that. It gets totally out of hand. You want them to all be standardized. And so I, we didn't want to cancel the class just for that one section before they fixed it. And, uh, you know, we made it work. And just all these unexpected things happen. And... You know, when I deal with it in a positive, like crisis mode in a positive way, um, I feel better about myself. I feel better about my job. I feel better about what I'm doing. And, you know, everybody has their weak moments, but on the whole, I'd say it's going really well. And I think that this applies to so many things that may be going on in your life. Um, obviously it's not just teaching, it's so many things, you know, if you have a health crisis going on right now in your family, like I know, um, some of you do and, um, other types of situations with your kids, with your marriage, with all different types of jobs that you all may be doing right now. I think that we can all be united <laughs> in solidarity for praying for each other, trying to get each other through this, and, you know, knowing these positive coping mechanisms. So if you have a situation to relate uh, to this, I would love to hear about it. It could be something completely different from what I'm going through right now, but if you, you know, try to handle it in a way like I described, or if you have another tip for how to handle it, we'd love to hear from you. All right, sort of on that theme, our community and praying for each other. I had a thought the other day that I didn't forget, which is always a positive thing. <laughs> and I thought to myself, if I'm not able to post on the blog as often, and you know, if there's going to be a couple of weeks between podcasts, I'd like there to be a place where we all can go to support each other and talk to each other. I know some of you use Twitter, which has been great. Um, I'm on Twitter every day, but some of you don't. And it was, I was thinking, you know, I haven't had enough time to devote to this, but I'd like to look into like a, a place where we can virtually hang out together. Some of the um, people in my circle, if you will, some of my friends in my online community um, through various podcasts that I listen to and on Facebook and Twitter, I have seen people talking about Slack a lot more. I am unfamiliar with Slack. I do not have an account over there, but I would be curious to learn more about it. It's, it's an online, I think this is sort of a modern version of like old message boards <laughs> back in our early, um, from the early 2000s, uh, where, you know, you can go and, um, you know, talk in a virtual environment. I don't know what it looks like. I don't know how it's different from threaded, you know, uh, strings of messages like used to be in the old style message boards, but um, I'm going to find out and see if there's, um, you know, other alternatives that we may like. I, I don't know. 
But I thought about that as I was taking a walk, that that might be fun. I know we have a small community here, but I think that that might be a nice way to sort of corral everybody. If you're all interested, I don't know. Let me know what you think. Um, I'll post this in the show notes, too, if anybody... um, you know, I may have some readers that don't always listen to the podcast, and so if they see the post, um, hopefully they'll see this at the bottom. Um, I would be curious to get your thoughts where we could just, you know, come in there and, you know, put prayer requests and support each other. Yeah, what do you think? All right. So we don't just have to always rely on blog comments um, and if you use Twitter or not. Okay, that's another uh, food for thought. We're already at 16 minutes, um, but, you know... <laughs> I needed this today because I thought, I was like, okay, you know, if I'm not going to have time for tea time, it's okay. Um, I can just do it next week. But, you know, I got some things done when I got in. I answered some email and I thought to myself, I need a break before I go and teach to recharge. So here I am. We may run a little bit over today, but that's okay, right? Um, Because we may not have tea time next week. Um, So let me know your thoughts on all of those things. Um, Hanging in there. We're going to talk a little bit more about this when we get to the prayer corner. But, you know, my spirits have been high. Um, You know, I have so much emotional support from my husband and my friends and family, and that's been wonderful. So... So we're getting there. Um, I had mentioned kids activities and then I didn't circle back to that. So I just wanted to say, you know, it's been, it's been such an emotional week. Um, just because I'm dealing with all of this and trying to channel that into a positive emotional and spiritual place, but also because my kids went back to school and, you know, I knew Henry was not looking forward to going and I was really feeling for him. He's going into seventh grade. That's just a tough age. He just prefers to be at home. Mike and I, for the first time in our lives, we had a conversation about homeschooling. Um, you know, it's not the school itself. I think Henry's perfectly happy in his classroom. We, you know, talk to him about this, but he just, he doesn't always like being in school, you know, in the structured format of like having to go in the routine. Um, you know, he's like, you're just there for so long. And I agree with him. I think in traditional schooling, there's a lot of time just by design, by necessity, that if you were homeschooling, you you could cover the same material and your day is going to be shorter. Um, So, you know, we talked about it and, you know, with Mike as an adjunct, a lot of teaching experience, obviously, but he has the schedule flexibility. We like had a positive conversation about it. I have a lot more friends that homeschool now and it's been around long enough now that I feel more comfortable looking at it. And so we had that conversation. I don't think we're going to go that route, definitely not this year, but it was a good conversation to have. And going with Henry going into high school, it's something I think we'll look at again. He wants to go to the Catholic Boys High School. I would love for him to go there. Mike would love for him to go there, but it's very expensive, and I just don't know if we're going to be able to afford it. But as I told Henry last night, you know, he's kind of emotionally invested. We're going to the open house, and he's like, I really want to go there, Mom. He went to a summer camp there over the summer for a week. I said, honey, we really want to send you there. And if it's God's will, it's going to work out. You know, you'll get a scholarship. You'll be able to work at the school and work off some of the tuition. I know that's an option. And financially, you know, maybe I get my student loans paid off and then we could put the money towards that. We got to wait and see. It's still two years away. So that's what is going on with Henry. Um, I'm hoping that he gets involved with something. His indoor soccer thing didn't pan out. They didn't have enough room. So um, I'm hoping he's going to join. He talked about maybe the bowling league. I don't know. I'd like to see him do something. You know, he needs Henry's reserved, and he needs that little extra push to be social. So 
we'll see. I'm sure something will work out. My Anne, we went to an open house at a dance studio this week, and she is going to be signed up for pre-ballet. I'm very emotional because I remember being that age. <laughs> I do. Um, and I love dance, as you all know, and so it's meaningful to me that she also has taken an interest, but I'm not going to push her. If she likes it, fantastic. If she doesn't like it, she doesn't have to do it. Um, but, you know, for this year, she's interested. I'm very pleased with the class that we have her, um, uh, you know, signed up for. It's pre-ballet. It's designed for five to seven-year-olds. It is a basic movement vocabulary class with creative movement infused and it's very much tailored to kids. There's um, no competition model in that studio. There's no big recital at the end. They do put on a showcase for family and friends, um, but there's no costumes involved or anything like that. They act out, you know, a show, and uh, so it's not just like individual routines. And so there's a little bit, um, I really think Anne's gonna like that creative part of it, the like sort of acting part of it. I would not have thrived in that, but I think Anne will. So I think the studio is a really good fit for her and I'm excited for her. Her first class is Saturday, September 16th. But I feel emotional about getting her dance shoes and getting her leotard um, and tights because I remember being that little girl and I can't even believe that 35 years have gone by. <laughs> so that's what's going on with her. They have an adult ballet class that I would love to take, but guess what? I'm overscheduled. The, um, the teacher, as I was talking to her, she's like, I can tell you're a dancer. Yes. Just by the, cause of my posture. And I said, yeah. So I was, we were talking about that and I said, you know, at some point in the future, I, you know, maybe when the kids get bigger and maybe interested in, you know, popping into your adult class and she's like, Oh, you could, you could, you don't have to start a beginner. You could start at, I said, I would like to start a beginner. <laughs> it has been several decades since I have taken a ballet class and I will be good at beginner. Um, but there's just not time in my schedule right now, but we'll see someday. I'm excited about, um, finding the studio and potentially, you know, having that for a future reference to add to my dance repertoire, but not right now, not in the cards, but Anne will be taking her class just over a week away. All right, let's move on to on my bookshelf really quickly. Um, as I was between classes the other day, I got a notification from Amazon that a book had shipped that I had forgotten that I ordered. And it was a pre-order that had come available and it is called Supergirls and Halos, My Companions on the Quest for Truth, Justice, and Heroic Virtue by Maria Johnson, who I know from SQPN. And this is a book about saints and tying it into pop culture with comic book heroines and heroines from films and talking about how they exemplify the virtues for us. And I thought to myself, this sounds lovely. Maria is funny and wonderful and warm. I've met her in person. And so I have read her writing before. I know it's going to be uh, just an uplifting book. And I thought to myself, this is God. <laughs> um, I clearly need this book right now. And I actually ordered the print copy. Whereas I read so much on Kindle, although with nonfiction, more so I... Fiction I almost exclusively read on Kindle, um, but nonfiction, if I am going to read a print book, that is usually the genre that it falls into. So I'm thinking this will be wonderful to have on my bedside. I'm excited for it to arrive and get started. I think I'm going to learn something from it, and it's going to help me right now during the semester. Um, I have a link to that in the show notes. It's brand new, available both in print and as an ebook. Prayer Corner. Okay, this is a keeping it real. The 30-day prayer challenge, I'm a failure. But 
not a complete failure. <laughs> I was doing okay. You know, I was coming along every day. I was trying to pray one of the offices, either morning, evening, or night. I actually ended up praying morning prayer more. Um, and I was using my divine office app, which has an audio option. And so I was listening to it in the car on my way in. I actually had, um, was not listening to my podcast in the morning, which I always do. And I was instead listening to morning prayer and it was lovely, but the, bu- the app is very buggy and it's not being supported right now because they're not selling it right now while they work on this copyright issue. And I mean, it's the content every day is for the, the day, um, that specific day, but they're not, they're clearly just not <laughs> supporting it. Like I said, other than that. And it is buggy. It cuts out sometimes. And the other day I got in my car, I was writing about this in the post and I went to set up morning prayer and I just, I could not get the file to download. And I said, this is a sign. Obviously God still wants me to pray, but this is something that I need to learn a lesson, an important lesson that God is teaching me right now. I don't need to be so invested in praying in one particular way, whatever way works on a regular basis, on a daily basis, whatever is working for you that day is what you should do. And so I put away my phone. I picked up the Mother Teresa rosary that I had by my side. And for the first time in a long time, I prayed a complete rosary in the car. I started on my way in. I don't have quite enough time to finish it uh, because I have a short commute. I start on the way and then I finish on the way home. I've been doing that every day this week and it feels good. So I haven't failed the 30-day prayer challenge. I just haven't fulfilled the divine office part of that 30-day prayer challenge. Let me know how it's going for you. Have you found inspiration in the divine office? Or are you praying in a different way? I'm still seeing this month, September, 30 days, as an opportunity for me to grow in prayer with all of you. So we're still in this together. Let me know how it's going for you. Um, Creative Commons, I actually finished my sweater. This is like a big moment. But how much time have I had to take a photograph of it? Zero. However, I'm recording this um, on a day that I know I'm not going to publish it. So between now and when I publish this podcast, I'm going to have Mike take a picture of me in the sweater. (laughs) Um, So there will be a picture in the show notes. And I'm thrilled. It's ready for Ryan Beck. I need to block it and it's big. I don't know if my blocking mats are big enough, but I'd like to stretch the cable out in the back a little bit. Um, so we'll work on that, but hey, the sweater is done and I can wear it. And so it's ready for Rhinebeck in mid-October. And I'm so excited. That trip is going to be a breath of fresh air. I can't wait. So I've been doing that. I've been trying to focus on the positive things and there are so many positive things right now. So we're getting there. We're getting there. Write in and let me know how things are going with you. What do you think about an online Catholic librarian community? Um, what do you think about the 30-day prayer challenge? How is that going? Um, are you reading any good books right now? Uh, what are you working on in your creative endeavors this fall? Let me know. I will be talking to you soon. I don't know if it's going to be next week, but it will be soon, one way or another. And I found that when I do have the time, like today, recording this right now, um, yesterday when I wrote that post, I didn't know if I was going to be able to write a post yesterday either but I put it aside when I was too stressed to worry about it. But when I had, you know, 10 minutes, I had this burst. That was a fairly long post. I wrote it in a short amount of time because I was, I was inspired. I needed to get those thoughts out and I was able to write it. And so, you know, you're still going to be hearing from me when those moments come. (laughs) I'm sure they are going to come regularly because with my personality, I know that I need that time. Um, But you know, 
the schedule might just be a little bit different than usual for this fall, but it's going to be okay. It's already worlds better than the nightmare that was fall of 2016. So I see that as a win. (laughs) I hope that you all have a great weekend. I will be talking to you soon. I'll see you then. Bye.